your intuition doesn't lie to you that's the thing your mm-hmm. intellect can which is your decision makers which is your the historian it's you kind of dissecting like Femi said the pros and cons it allows you sometimes to trick yourself to make yourself feel like this is actually a better decision for me but in reality if you take a moment to listen to your emotions and listen to what your intuition is actually telling you it doesn't lie to you because that's the emotion that's how you're feeling like genuinely how you're feeling Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the way down to the little ass babies, welcome to the Uncovered Podcast with Nick and Femi. It is the host with the most, your boy, Young Femi. And I'm here. Go on. Let's and I'm going. here with the man. Ooh. The myth. Oh my God. My child. Young knees, make some noise. Man, that was almost going to be... <laughs> That was always going to be your best intro ever until you Crazy. said the child stuff. But like, it's okay. true. You're my son. Nah, man. I mean, like, look, man, you're my boy. You're my brother, bro. I call yeah, you yeah. son because you mine, not because you shine. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, guys, what's happening, people? What is going on, my, my family? You better say some another absurd thing. That's <laughs> it's in his nature, guys. So that's just how he is. Um, but how you been, bro? Blessed, bro. Straight out. Straight yeah. out blessed. You know, you're looking better. You don't feel like you don't look as sick. I'm never you. sick, bro. Like I gotta tell you one thing, bro. I got hay fever. So niggas think I'm 24 7 though. I got, that's what hay fever is, my nigga. Is it 24 7? 24 7. I don't have hay fever, bro. Just, you watch all 30 of our episodes, but this guy's always like Got a tissue with it. It's crazy. Hey, fever. <laughs> it's single a real day. Condition. It's crazy. Someone sent me antihistamine. <laughs> like it's real. Nah, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> but look, guys, we're back to chat to you guys with another interesting one. We got some great feedback from the episode we did last week that it was quite like an open discussion, just yeah. more, just chatting that chat. Exactly. Um, and there's no right or wrong answers with that one. No, nah, there is no right or wrong answers. It it's just, it depends how you do it. And I think there's a lot of people that misunderstood what we were saying. Oh, incredibly incredibly like, the thing about it is that the whole podcast was about expectations but then it turned into like this whole oh when do you count relationships and like we missed it's the whole like, point of that yeah. what that episode was about exactly. which is crazy but look man at the end of the day but that episode was mega powerful on some real shit it right? was mega powerful it was a really powerful episode so if you like, guys yeah if you watch it again and like skip through that part and actually just listen to some of the well, the, minu- the minutiae the minutiae <laughs> the minutia is so important yes sir now that was a really good one so we're gonna do the exact same thing again today and we're gonna have a bit of an open discussion and i think one of the big things that like we always talk about um but we've never actually spoken about in our podcast is making the decision to let go of something that you know is not serving you like something that you love and you cherish so much you don't even have to love and cherish it so much but there's so much history there yeah. That you almost feel like obligated to continue, but you know it's not actually serving you. And we're going to be talking more specifically in the context of friendships. Yes. Because we know that the people that are around your circle, the people that you're, you're so close to, the people that you do life with, are usually, the t- usually to some certain degree dictate how the rest of your life is going to be. Huge, massive degree, bro. Mm. I, I, I don't want to underplay it because I think it's like people underestimate how big of a influence your friendship group has. Yeah. And it's like... It's, it's like everybody knows it, bro. Every, every mom said it. Like, show me your friends. I'll tell you who you are. Exactly. It's like if you, if, 
if nine of your friends are millionaires, you're going to be the tenth. If nine of your friends are drug dealers, you're going to be the tenth. Exactly. That's the way life works. Right? Yeah. So it's like it's so massive mm. that like I feel like we need to actually spend a bit of time having the conversation to help you kind of like realize, oh shit, I got a lot of flops in my life. <laughs> but more more importantly, how do I re how do I actually go from the point of realization to action? Yeah. To being able to say, okay, making that decision that I actually need to cut them off because in reality, like you 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 can't suffer your own life just out of politeness that you don't want to get rid of old mate. Exactly. So it's a real conversation and it's and it's actually really, really hard. And mm. I don't want to I don't want to downplay the difficulty of it because it's like you're not just gonna wake up and say, Hey, Jake. Yeah. Laters. Mm. We've been friends for 15 years. Exactly. All good, bro. Like all the best with your life. Like yeah. that's it's a very difficult thing to do. So mm. let's really go through it and understand it, talk about it, and kind of like have a a discussion about times that you've had to do it times where i've had to do it times that i've been difficult what what would you suggest yeah absolutely so i think the first thing that i, I think about when i talk about okay how can we cut people off or how can we if we have uncomfortable conversations with people is that it always first comes down to the prey frame and how you kind of prey frame it. and i think i yeah. want to highlight this now at the beginning because it doesn't mean that your friends are bad or they're good I think that people get that twisted. People think that if you're going to cut somebody off, it just means that you're a bad person and I don't like you. And I think yeah. that's why people get offended, but it's not really that's the case. So I think that before you start any kind of deep and meaningful conversation, it all comes down to the pre-frame. And a pre-frame can be like, look, I'm not saying that you're a bad person. It's not that I don't cherish this friendship, but for the past couple, however long it's been, I've just been feeling like I want to kind of go this direction. And I'm not saying that you're holding me back, but I know that I need to like, I need to make some shifts. I need to be a bit more focused. I need to do whatever it is that I need to do to be able to get there. And I think that when you start a conversation like that, I think people are going to be a lot more receptive to hear you out and they're not going to be so defensive and it's not going to turn into like, oh, I hate you now. No, okay, is that what it means now? Now I hate you. Because like, well, it's not really the case. It just means that like, you know, I still love you. I still got your back, but it's like, I'm just going to make this decision to pursue this a bit further, which may mean that as a result of that, I need to kind of like pull Distance back a bit. Myself. Yeah. And I think that once you start off like that, then I think that whoever the conversation goes from there is going to be a, a bit easier, still difficult, but it's going to be a bit easier to kind of speak your mind and they can go ahead and speak their mind and hopefully be a bit more accepting of that. Because I know that there's times where I've had to make conversations with people, like some of my friends, but they're still incredible, amazing people. But it's just that, you know, I'm going a certain direction. Like let's say, for example, I've got some mates that are in the trades industry and they're a bit more involved in how that trading lifestyle was like, you know, early mornings, um, working, you know, strenuous hours. And then like, you know, they, they admire that. They, they tend to value the ability to relax during the day type vibe. That's kind of the friends that I know of. Of that are in the trade industry but for me it's like okay well it's like my 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 job or my life isn't really like that you know what i mean it's like i prefer to be a bit more like especially at the beginning i was a lot more like hard hardcore going let's go like you know i gotta immerse myself every day i gotta go myself every day i gotta meet this person da, 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 and do all those kind of things and then when i was doing that i tend to real naturally i tend to distance with the start to notice was a little bit of distance happening and then when we had those conversations of the pre-frame, that's kind of all how it allowed us to have a lot more of an easier conversation about it. Mm, okay, I want to take a step back with that. I think there's a lot to unpack in that, what you just Let's said. Let's do it. I want to take a step back though. Before you get to that stage, how yeah. do you realize that person isn't serving you? Because it's not always a case of, I'm trying to achieve 
a million dollar business and this person doesn't. Yeah. That's a very, it's very easy to identify most of the time, right? Yeah. I'm talking about someone that just, let's say, for example, is, you know, let's say, for example, someone wants to just, I don't know, like clean their life up, just general cleanup of their life, whatever that looks like to you. You want to generally clean your life up, settle down, mature a bit, and someone doesn't. Let's say, for example, you want to stop smoking. Yeah. You want to stop smoking. You want to uh, stop going out as much. You want to stop, um, you know, you even if let's say, let's say, let's say, even if it's something like okay, you want to start being into meditation and being a little bit more grounded, and all of your friends are about money or whatever. Two different lifestyles, right? So it's like, how do you identify that this this person is not is not serving you? What if you're not even trying to do that? You're just living your life, but you've got like career aspirations, and somebody doesn't. And you don't feel like that's going to allow you to manifest your career aspirations. How do you identify that somebody is no longer serving you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good question. Um, and I'd be keen to hear your opinion on this, but yeah. I think the first thing that comes. <laughs> the first thing that I. Uh, Nah, so the first thing I think that there's kind of those feelings you kind of get like a gut feeling when you know something's not serving you so I think that um, it's more of like an emotion a feeling and listening to your intuition that kind of will kind of guide you and let you know that something's just not you know, something's not right. There's not kind of like an alignment I don't feel happy maybe there's for me like I identified identified some times where it's like I come back home from whatever it is that I'm doing, but I just don't feel like, I don't feel 100% in terms of alignment. I feel like there's something off or I have this little bit of a feeling inside where it's like, I know I should kind of be doing this and it just, you know what I mean? Like you kind of have that dialogue with yourself and you just have that feeling. I think that comes down to being aware firstly and being able to understand your emotions firstly and kind of respond to your emotions and not just push your emotions away, but like really identify how you're feeling. And then once you're able to do that, then you can maybe use the intellect and try really dissect what's actually going on, which may lead to that being like, okay, it's because of my friendship group. This is why I feel that way. That's my opinion on it. What do you think? I think that's excellently said. I think that's excellently said. I want to just break that down to layman terms so people can actually understand what that means right sure. because i get what you're saying but a lot of people but like Might me not. yeah me two years ago i wouldn't have understood what you sure. said so i guess what i what he what nicholas forgive me if i'm wrong is um basically is you first of all you have your intellect and intuition intellect is the historian intuition is the decider right so it's basically you have your you first of all know that this is a feeling mm. that's like mm, like yeah it's like something doesn't it sit just doesn't right, make sense doesn't yeah. make doesn't sit right for you so what you then do is you basically sit down and kind of like in your head make a pros and cons list and make sure that it like okay what is this person doing what is this what am i doing does it, are we on the same path based off that and based off once you do that and if your intuition still if you feel if your gut feeling still feels the same your gut feeling is your intuition right um so if your gut feeling feels the same then make that decision that's when you know there's something there's an issue yeah exactly cool. right that's right. exactly right and i think a lot of the time we don't actually give ourselves the ability to actually lean into our intuition and make our let our intuition make the decisions in life so yeah. i think that 
<clears throat> once we start leaning into that a lot more, you're going to feel a bit more confident, confident and grounded about the decision that you're making. Because the truth is, is that your emotions don't, li- your intuition doesn't lie to you. That's the thing. Your mm-hmm. intellect can, which is your decision makers, which is your the historian. It's you kind of dissecting, like Femi said, the pros and cons. It allows you sometimes to trick yourself to make yourself feel like this is actually a better decision for me. But in reality, if you take a moment to listen to your emotions and listen to what your intuition is actually telling you, it doesn't lie to you because that's, the emotion that's how you're feeling like genuinely how you're feeling and as soon as we can start making decisions guided by that you're going to be surprised on what's actually going to happen you'll be surprised that um once you cut off this person you're just going to feel a lot better a bit more enthusiastic or ecstatic about life you know what i mean i do know what you mean i do know what you mean and i think that it's important to be able to really just know right yeah really just trust yourself exactly because it's the truth is, if you're having any second thoughts about somebody, that is definite cause to evaluate and assess that relationship. Exactly. Because if your relationship is not serving you, relationships are, friendship relationships are meant to be what? Like they're supposed to drive you to where you want to go. They're meant to sharpen you. That's what, like, you know what I mean? Like there's sayings that's like, you know, iron sharpens iron. Do you know what I mean? Like other people need to be on the same wavelength of you mm. birds of the same feather these are like you know cliches are cliches because there's usually an iota of truth to it right yeah so it's like all this stuff is so important it's so like when you're going around and you see like okay look i want to be i want to be an athlete and nine of my mates are alcoholics nine of my mates haven't seen a gym in nine years mm. nine of my mates have no interest in waking up early. Cuz, how are you gonna do that? Exactly. If your cl- nine closest friends, your nine closest bloody mates, bro, are not on your, that they're not backing you, they're not gonna, they're not gonna wake you up and be like, oh, why didn't you go to the gym this exactly. morning? They're yeah. not gonna call you out on that shit. Mm. But let me ask you this, now I'm leaning back on the hot seat though. Cause like, obviously we know- Lean back. Lean back. <clears throat> but it's kind of like you know we already started off noting that this is an incredibly difficult conversation to have and in my opinion what i think some of the things that people let's say we go through the people know that there's a gut feeling i feel uneasy about this yeah. um they decide to do the pray frame or then maybe they're like oh even before i get to the pray frame it's like yeah i can pray frame that's all good but i'm scared of the judgment that my friends are now gonna have i'm scared that yeah. people are now gonna think that because oh. i think that this is my opinion on it, and this is just solely my opinion. I don't know if this is correct, but one of the big things that kind of hold me back sometimes from having these kind of conversations is the fact that it's like, I don't want people to perceive or my friends to perceive that I'm making a decision based on me feeling like, oh, I'm better than you now. So as a result of what I want to do, which is better than what you're doing, I'm going to decide to distance myself, which is like not the intention that you're trying to make. So what do people do? Because they're going to be stuck in that fear of like, I don't want to have that conversation because I don't want to be judged. I don't want my friends to perceive me that it's like, oh, you're better than me and now you're going to resent me, blah, 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 blah. What do you do about that? I think this is going to sound really, really harsh. Go on. This is very, very harsh. Go right? on. But you know me. You know the way I am, right? I do. And I think the listeners now started. <laughs> you know the way I am, right? Yeah. And the thing is like, I really think that when it comes to your life, your future and the way and the way that you're going in life right you can try to preframe it as best as you can and deliver it as best as you can 
However, you cannot control the way that somebody feels after you give that message in yeah. the best possible way. That being said, you don't say you're a piece of shit and I'm better than you. But if you take the time to carefully articulate it and word it in a way that's accurate and true to your feelings and someone doesn't like it, I'm sorry, big fella, I can't help you at that mm. point. And I think it's very important. It's like, imagine right now, like, let me give you an analogy, right? Your mom's at the end of the street or wherever she is, dying of cancer, whatever. The only way for you to save her life is if you kind of, let's say, for example, is if you, you find this magic pill. And the only way to find this magic pill is to, is to you're going to have to piss people off. This is a very stupid analogy, but I'm just, I'm making it, I'm being facetious to prove the point of how stupid it is to, to care. Not stupid, but like why, not, it's not stupid to care, but how, put it into perspective, how serious your life is mm. for, and what you're sacrificing, right? And the other way it's going to do, you're going to have to piss people off to get it. Are you not going to go find that magic pill to save your mum just because your friends might think that you're a facetious prick? No, of course not. Yeah. So imagine you have your life that's going because remember you're going. You're, the only reason why you cut them off is to better your life. Mm. So if you're gonna go there, you got your whole life seventy years. Let's say we're twenty years old, right? Mm. The average person's gonna live to ninety by the time that modern medicine catches up with our lifetime. Realistically, you're probably gonna live to ninety, right? Because what's that? What's the life expectancy expectancy now in Australia? Like eighty-seven or some shit. Yeah, Whatever. It's like eighty something, okay, and it's growing. It's growing each each year or each whatever. So realistically, you're probably going to live to ninety. So you got seventy more years, right? Are you going to give that up because for a certain amount of time, someone might think that you think you're better than them? Because that's what you're doing. You're now sacrificing your seventy years for six months, and the truth is that person might not be your friend forever anyway. Mm. That's the truth, right? There's a saying, 20 boys can't play for 20 years. You're not going to be friends with them forever, mm. realistically. So it's like you're giving up your life because of somebody's somebody's perspective of you. It's not even the truth. You mm. don't think you're better than them. Mm. You don't. Mm. You're just doing it for what you need to do. To, and you're not, and you're going to stop. You're not going to make that decision because of the fear of the judgment. Mm. And fear of judgment is what kills us in this life. It does. And I want to I want to be very very serious about this, right? I'm not I'm not I'm not discounting anybody's fear or anybody's hesitation because it's a painful thing. There's times in our lives where we've been like, I don't know how I'm going to say this. Mm. I actually don't know how I'm going to say this to, to certain people in our lives that like when we were making that decision, we're like I have no idea I'm going to say this to that person. But the fear of judgment is what's going to cripple you. You cannot be you cannot continue to go on in your life being scared that somebody's going to not like you because of your decisions yeah if you're scared of that you need to assess yourself mm. and be real about yourself how serious about your future are you because you've got to be selfish about your future in this mm. world in this world you've got to be selfish about your future and i really really mean that so like if you've got that fear which is most of you most of us right you've really got to assess yourself understand where that fear is coming from do i fear of rejection fear, fear of rejection do I have fear of being abandoned? Mm. Do I have fear that all my friends will leave me and I'll be lonely? Do I have fear of loneliness? Do I have fear of what is it? 
Because it's probably not that you care that someone's going to think that you're a prick. Probably deeper than that. So assess yourself as to what's going on. And then when you know what's actually going on, address it, transcend it, then you'll be able to actually make that that call. Because you cannot continue to suffer because of old mate down the street. Mm, exactly. I think you know that point. And all I could think about when you were saying about that thing was like, kind of similar to what one of our guests said on one of our podcasts is like, if your friends are your true friends anyway, then they're going to understand. <laughs> it's really as simple as that. Like if you've got a friend, if you've got a mate that you're telling them, look, I'm just trying to better myself and they're hating on you for doing that. And they're like, oh, why are you doing that? Oh, you're <laughs> master that. And it's like, well, what kind of mates are they? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's actually validating your decision a lot more. It's like, you know, that gut feeling was actually not just that I was, they're not serving me, but they're not actually my true friends. Yeah. To, to begin with. But a hundred percent. And it's like, if they're your true friends and they see that you're trying to better themselves, they would most like, they might even have that drive to better themselves as well. Mm. Or maybe not, maybe not even better themselves, but encourage you to better yourself. Yeah. Which like, I think is a good point. So I just cut you there. But mm. I think that's like, we don't have to make decisions to, cut people off just because they're not on the same path as us like they don't have to be doing exactly what yes. it is that we're doing but if you have a friends that are still supportive of what you're doing and they have your back and they keep you accountable then that's a really valuable friend which would actually make you be like oh you know i actually want to cut this person off this person's actually good for me yeah. i just never was able to expose that character that kind of personality from that person which you know is w when you have those kind of real conversations that's when yeah. you get to really know somebody anyway Exactly. And then the, the truth is like, there's been times even in our lives, right? Where that like you've called me out, I've called you out. And it's times like that, that you see the growth in the person. It's like, yo bro, I'm not trying to swear anymore. Right? That's just this yeah. stupid example. Just giving it, but just an example, right? I'm not trying to swear anymore. Let's give real examples. Let's try to think of real examples because I think that if we give like dumb examples, I think people can get it, but I want it to be something that's really applicable. Just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I can really feel that. I'm just trying to think of a time. Like I'm trying, cause we've yeah, done we so can. many things. Let's talk about the time where I was like, look, this is not going to be pleasant for anybody to hear, but it is what it is. It's real, right? Mm. I talk about the time where I was on the promiscuous thing. Yeah, okay. And that time was a was a time where it was it wasn't just I was being promiscuous. I was like <laughs> I was a prophet. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I was like saying, yo, nigga, do this shit. This shit is lit, right? And I was encouraging people to do it as well. And it wasn't until you and another one of our friends really sat me down and be like, yo, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to do that. And it's like, yo, on some real shit, I don't want you like doing that shit to me. Like encouraging me to do that shit, right? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until that challenge came that made me reflect on my own reality that like flip, like I'm I'm causing a divide in my friendship mm -hmm. because of this behavior. And it's not because my behavior is right or righteous. Like these people are trying to better themselves, right? And you're trying to be like, okay, look, I don't want to do that because that's not the way I want to live my life. And it's not the it's not a it's not a it's not a great I'll, I'm the first one to say it's not a great way to live your life mm. at all. And you're gonna there's a lot of ramifications that come from it, and that's some real shit, mm. real shit. So when you had that serious conversation with me, I had two options: f you niggas, stop judging me for for being me, mm. or be like, oh yo, let me reflect on that, mm. and let me make that decision to be like, look, it's either I I step up or they step away. Mm. 
And it wasn't until I really had that deep conversation. And so on that day, when we, and you know that, well, we actually, you know where we were that day? Mm. You forgot. Yeah. Nigga, we were at the, we were at the A-League game. Oh, yes. That game. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought the, you were thinking another example. But oh, yeah, which yeah, yeah. one? Never mind. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a couple of chats, but from that day, yeah. I was like, oh, cool, bet. And from that day, I never did that thing again. Yeah. Like I, you know, I obviously did my thing. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but like I never, I was never on that on that bullshit anymore. Yeah. It was a very different approach. Yeah, and like it just that thing really sparked my transition and my change and my relationship to women, my relationship to sex, my relationship to a lot of things, and it elevated me as a person, mm. and it changed me as a person to step up and better myself to a level that was um something that was, you know where i wanted to be mm. but i needed that 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 i needed that like real shit conversation to realize that it's like nigga like my like my boys are not on that wavelength mm. so i've got to do something about it mm. yeah I actually yeah i remember that conversation and i think the good thing from that like just talking about that a bit more was that because i already knew where you wanted to be i mm. knew the type of person you wanted to be. I knew what your expectations of other people were at yeah. that time. So it was like, I think it was much easier to be able to have that real shit conversation with you to be like, look, I don't, I don't think you're going to get offended. And whether you do get offended or not, like whatever, it doesn't bother me, but I know this is something that you need to hear because I know how you want to be in life. Yeah. Made it so much easier. You know what I mean? It's like, and I think it's really important for like, even for like everybody out there. It's like, you should have a good kind of idea on the type of person or the type of person your friend is. Like genuinely, you know what I mean? It's like, they can say all this stuff, they can do all these things, they can party, do all this kind of bull crap externally, but you need to be able to know who your friends actually are, yeah. who they really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that, at that time, that gives you permission to be like, bro, real talk. I like, know you. I know you. And this is why I'm going to say this to you right now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that even from the back of that, going back to the topic of this conversation, is that if you know this person, they could be going through a phase. It could be whatever. Um, but it gives you that permission to be like, look, if you're not going to change, because I know how you want to be, but I, I don't know what you're going through right now. But if you're not seeing that through, you're not really going to hear what I'm saying, then I'm sorry. From the back of knowing who you are and knowing who, and you know who I am, I, I got to pull back. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? And I think that, gave that opportunity in that space to reflect, understand, and then yeah. make a decision, which I think is really healthy um, in a friendship group. Yeah, you man. know what I mean? And I think that's why a lot of our friends, like just speaking about us, because we, I really, I'm also grateful for the friends that I have around me. Cause it's like, I know so many people that, you know, straight off high school or their friends that they were so tight with in high school are now gone, everyone dispersed doing their own kind of thing. But for us, like since primary school, yeah. I literally hang out with the same boys. Like my group same. doesn't change. Facts. And I really wish like, like not to say that I'm oh I'm amazing, do this, but I feel very privileged not. to be in Yeah, I'm not, but I feel very Facts. privileged to be in this position, you know what I mean? That like, you know, <laughs> really shitty said or not. <laughs> but it's a privileged position and I think that the reason why we're so privileged and why people can start being entering that kind of space is because um I've given us I've given us the space to get to know each other at such early times. Such early times, what do you mean? Oh, since we were young. Yeah, like we've given that space yeah, yeah. to like just grow and like understand each other since those times. 100% man, 100%. Mm. And I think it's so, like what you said, it was so real. Mm. So real. Know your mate. If your boy, if you don't really know him, shit, that's probably the issue. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you got to really know your mate. Yeah. Like if you don't know that friend, then you're not going to be able to have that conversation mm. with him because you don't really know him. You don't know, you don't know, you won't be able to make that accurate, um, assessment mm. 
mm. and be able to come with facts. You're just coming with feelings. Exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, and nobody, a, a emotional conversation never turns out well. It never does. I feel this. I feel that. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> but what is a friend though? Huh? What is a friend? Oh my god! No, no, I'm not gonna get into let's, that. Let's that, get into that. Look, but you know what? That can really serve you guys. No, honestly, you guys like, what is your friend? What is a friend? What's a friend? What's an acquaintance? You know what I mean? It's a difference. Because like, I always say to me, in terms of like, <laughs> yeah, that's you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of acquaintances. I have very few friends, and I'll say that with my heart. And I have no interest of making many more new friends. Yeah, and that's like harsh, but it's the truth. Like I've, yeah. like you said, I've had the same mates since I was a kid. The same people since I was a kid, like I are still in my life, and that's seen the test. Of, that's like stood this test of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, what is a friend, nigga? Like, what is a friend, my man? Because I think that, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about it, but just something for you guys to think about off the back of it is like, a friend isn't just some. Don't feel like I need to have. I, I need, need to, to have this. Have a friend because having a friend is like it's a big thing. Like you're inviting Bro. somebody into your life. Massive. Massive. It actually weighs almost quite the same as like marriage. You know what I mean? You're starting a life with someone. Cause don't piss me off. I'm telling you right now. That's bro. another conversation. Sit That's, down, but no, you get on camera. No, 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 no. no. Listen, 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 listen. I've been saying this shit. I've been saying this shit. You know this. Let's take a we could talk about it. Stay tuned. We'll talk about this after because I think this is a this it's, is a, a, it's a, a it's a big one. We'll just we'll just cut the snippets, bro. No, no, we'll just start a new one. Because we've got to conclude. And how can you cut it and not conclude? Long story short, which we will talk in the next episode. Yo, yeah, we'll conclude. Because I got, I, got, I got something to say. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, that's us. So I really hope this was valuable, right? Like, I think that off the back of this podcast, I really want you guys to make that decision, listen to your intuition, listen to how you're feeling, and then weigh up the pros and cons. And that's going to yes. allow you to be able to make the decision whether, you know, it's time for me to cut off someone that I love um, to do what's best for me. And there's nothing wrong with doing what's best for you. Excellent way to end. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> You're excellent. welcome. Excellent. excellent. So guys, you know where to find us. Obviously, this is another episode of the Uncovered Podcast. <sighs> Special shout out to Bella Vista Hills Podcast Studio. This is yes, where we're coming to you guys with the, the crazy audio. And you know that they obviously love us here. So it's crazy. It's crazy. So shout out to all the people there. Chelsea, Monique, Leandra. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know any of the names. You don't know any of them, but you just, just walk in. They just look like a Chelsea. They look yeah. like a Leandra. Maybe look. one aspect to a Chelsea. Anyways, it <laughs> doesn't matter. I knew it. I, I knew, knew it. there was going to be you're, Chelsea. You're crazy. All right, guys. Peace and love. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Ladies. <laughs>